Jets. My raps are filled with rage. One of these days, we gotta bust back for the homies. You have to be logical. You know, if, if I know that in this hotel room, they have food every day, and I'm knocked on the door every day to eat, and they tell, and they open the door, let me see the, the party, let me see like them throwing salami all over the, I mean, just like throwing food around, where they're telling me there's no food in here. You know what I'm saying? Every day, I'm standing outside trying to sing my way in. You know what I'm saying? We are hungry, please let us in. We are hungry, please let us in. After about a week, that song is going to change the, we hungry, we need some food. After two, three weeks, it's like, you know, give me a little food, we're breaking out the door. And after a year, you just like, you know what I'm saying? I'm picking the lock, coming through the door, blasting, you know what I'm saying? It's like you hungry, you reached your level, you don't want any more. We asked 10 years ago. We was asking with the Panthers. We was asking with them, you know, with civil rights movement. We was asking, you know, now, now those people that were asking, they're all dead and in jail. So now what do you think we're going to do? Welcome back to another exciting episode of Grill. I want steak mustard. Ten minutes out. Thank you for the callback. I appreciate it can be a little bit louder next time. Sorry, ten minutes out. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I am your host today, uh, Bobby Stills, across from me, Afro-Latino, brand new daddy, and uh, new homeowner, Sheffrey uh, Dahmer, a.k.a. <laughs> the Aaron Hernandez killer, Johnny Tudavi. He killed himself. What's up, Johnny? Chilling, man, chilling. Uh, yeah, it's a rainy day here in Seattle, Washington on South Lake Union. No, it's dumping. We're in the studio uh, 212, part of the Soundcasting Network. Uh, Keith Boogie is not here today. He is trying to he's trying to get out of his job so bad. Really? I think I, think I got to find him a new kitchen to work in. Well, he doesn't want to work in the kitchen in general. Yeah, yeah, but he's got he's got to stay in the kitchen for a little bit longer until his baby, the Soundcasting Network, um, yeah, who produces us, hosts our show. Did I say that? Yes. Brought to you by the Soundcasting Network. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so this baby starts taking off a little bit more. He's got like three more months in the kitchen, but three months can be a lifetime. Yeah. Uh, in case you people don't know that. Unless your restaurant isn't open. Yeah, <laughs> they like come faster, come yeah. faster. Uh, so he's not here today, but uh, me and Johnny are here. We're riding solo dolo. You look tired today, Johnny. What's up? Uh, you know, just working and moving and working and moving and building furniture. <laughs> like for real, bro? You're building furniture? Well, I mean, just no IKEA stuff. But oh, that's whack. <laughs> My lady friend. Uh, she likes to go uh, like shopping at you know secondhand stores, buy some really really cool stuff. That's cool for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm not with that IKEA. <laughs> All right, have you eaten anywhere special you want to talk about? You know, I haven't. I've been too busy. So. All right. Um, so I took a trip down to Portland and pretty much just to eat and drink and shop. And I just want to go over some of the places that I ate. I ate at Tasty and Sons. Have you heard of that? Of course. I've been there. I go there every time I go yeah. down. Uh, Alder and Sons is also good. Alder and Sons. They have a bunch of those places. Everything was really, really good there. Um, liked it. Um, tried to go to the new Pock Pock soft opening. Tried to be a G and go there and get some free food. And then my homegirl, uh, shout out Jane, uh, was bartending. So that I didn't have to pay for the booze. Uh, I went to the wrong location. 
uh, but I, wanna, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get up in here. Let's just go see. You know, let's, let's go up, tell them our names. You know, whatever. Two hour wait. So I assumed I was at the right one. Wrong one. It's well worth the wait. Andy Richter, James Beard Award winner. Uh, Pock Pock. I guess all the other, all his other Pock Pocks in like L.A. and New York aren't doing so good. So mm-hmm. they all shut down. I don't know if that's true or not, but uh, the, it was, it was worth it. Rumor. Rumor. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't check. I don't really care. The food was delicious. <laughs> Bill wasn't that much. What I will say is, uh, before we left, we tried to go to this place called Blue Star Donuts. Uh, Keith was like, yo, fuck Voodoo Donuts. A few people listening don't know anything about the Upper Northwest or anything about Voodoo Donuts. Check them out. Go online. Uh, really good stuff. I think it's fun. I wanted to go there. Yeah, they do some funky. They do like fucking Skittles and like Yeah, Cocoa crazy Christies flavor combinations. So Keith uh, said, don't do not go there go to blue star and when he texted me this i just happened to be shopping and i walk outside and across the street is a blue star they said sold out you know so i went there the next he was telling me to get this hot warm creme brulee donut where they give you this thick hot thing you stick that sounds it like it. a white boy thing for sure whatever fat I, boy thing. i went there and some lady ordered a shit ton of donuts her total was nine hundred dollars what so i was like i'm out of here dude I'm, I'm not waiting this long i went to a little waffle window got me a dope ass <laughs> waffle <laughs> And then my girl was like, I really want some of those donuts. And I was like, well, you go wait in that line. I'm going to give you some waffles. Uh, She got a peanut butter and jelly donut, which was good. But she got a matcha donut was good, too. Um, They wanted $40. For a dozen donuts. What? Yeah, each donut was like four, three seventy-five, four twenty-five. That sounds like general purpose. I haven't been general purpose yet. I went once, and that was the last time. Is that all they do is donuts? Yeah. Got to check them out. So, uh, Portland, good. Uh, Easter dinner. How was your Easter dinner? Uh, I was working on Easter. So, so you didn't get an Easter dinner? I didn't get an Easter dinner. Um, but Solari did this really cute thing where Chef had his son Akil, um, and they he's like, come color eggs with Akil. And uh, Akil got this apron, one of our June baby aprons, but it was his size. So it was like the tiniest apron I've ever <laughs> seen. It was the cutest thing ever. Uh, yeah, I went to my lady's parents' house. They made a ham, and they also did a whole leg of lamb. Ooh. Made some mint pesto. Mm. Uh, Scrumptious. She did. She did a non-traditional salad, some like Asian pea salad, snow pea salad. For that, sure, that was really really good. Twice baked potatoes. What else was on there? Oh, her dad made bread. Mm. Really good. Uh, one bread was kind of it was uh, burnt on the bottom and undercooked inside. It was doughy, but I liked it. Uh, but the baguette he made was flame. <laughs> uh, it was super. He's getting really, really good at bread. And he's always trying to talk to me about bread. And I was like, yo, I'm not a baker, man. <laughs> like, you're probably better at baking than I am. So that's that. Uh, that's our update. We, that was pretty good. Five and a half minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, the other thing that I wanted to bring up, uh, kind of an update, is uh, we recorded our first live show. Well, I recorded our first live show. I know. I'm sorry. Uh, with Matt James from uh, another podcast here on the Soundcast. Network. It's called How to Be a Better Drinker. It's about uh, cocktail uh, knowledge and spirits information uh, with a fun take. So check it out on the sound www.soundcastingnetwork.com. But he helped host it with me because uh, at this live event, there's a Spanish sous vide or a Spanish restaurant supply company by the name of Samic. S A M M I C. Here, Johnny, take a look at the. Take a look at their sous vide machine. I gave, just gave Johnny some information about it. 
Here you go. They gave me the whole thing. But they're from Spain. All their stuff is manufactured in Spain. Uh, it, it, there's some big dogs. I didn't really know too much about them. I think I'd seen some of their stuff, but it's super high-end stuff. So they came there and did a demo of their... <clears throat> Excuse me. They did a demo of all of their new stuff, new stuff coming out. And it's uh, the largest salad spinner I've ever seen. <laughs> it's kind of cool. They uh, they they trademark. They said so on their food processor. Right. There's this little button like a uh, hand, like kind of salad spinner looker thing. Yeah. But it scrapes the side of your food processor. What? So you don't have to go in there and scrape it with a spatula. Lit. And I was like, you guys own. They're like, yes. And it's super simple. Yeah. You know, it, but it, they created it. They patented. It patented it. See the little the handle thing? Oh, that's dope. So you don't have to open up and use your hand, or you, it yeah. scrapes the sides of it for you. So it's kind of G. So they do they do all sorts of kitchen equipment. They all. just don't do. Yeah, and they bring five pieces of, of equipment. Uh, we'll put the we're gonna put the live show up uh, in two parts. Um, it was good. I had a good conversation with the two reps um, of the company. Uh, they're really nice. Uh, well, they were hoping I didn't get them in any trouble because Pricey. I I cur- yeah we can't talk about price. We're not allowed to talk about price. Uh, they said. It, it varies from rep rep to rep. You yeah. know, if you're buying more stuff, of course you're gonna get a lower price. Uh, but originally, I was doing it because they were. I wanted to do this because they were supposed to be showcasing a new um, sous vide company that has different sections in one water bath, so you can cook multiple different types of protein in one bath. Because as Johnny, you know, and some of the listeners may know if you work in a restaurant industry, is if you're working sous vide, uh, which is basically you're cooking in a water bath yeah. um, at a certain a constant temperature, um, different things have to be different temperatures. So you have to have like four or five different water baths set up, and they take up a lot of space. Um, it's like a giant bathtub with this water circulator in and it. And then you have to have a container to hold all that stuff that you're in. That's eating. right. So you got one for eggs, one for meat, one for vegetables, maybe t- a different type of protein like chicken. So it depends, uh, you know, and it just takes up a hell of space. So this one, but that's how they got people to come into this, um, come like to agree to do the the demo, uh, but they're not showcasing this into the giant. It's a giant. They want me to come out. They want us to come out there and maybe you know do a live show from Chicago. Ah, Chi Town. Are uh, they going to pay for a trip to Chi Town? Where I'm going to talk to them about it. Okay. Depends how this this live show sounds and looks. So they, I got to edit some stuff out. We don't do a lot of editing on the Grow How Long State Mystery because we want to be authentic, but. Maybe there was some stuff that was said that might get them in trouble with their, you know, company back in Spain. Not nothing too bad. Nothing too bad. España, España. <laughs> but yeah, a good history. It's a good show. So Johnny was not there. I was kind of mad. Uh, now Tuna, Big Tuna said he saw you walking down the street in Belltown earlier. Was that true? That's well, a that's lie. That's what I said. I was like, eh, nah, he's he's at work. That's sorry. So uh, yeah, good. We're still under ten minutes. Belltown. Why would I ever be in Belltown? <laughs> Don't diss on my neighborhood. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, so we're gonna try to we're gonna try a new format today. Uh, Keith uh, is we're gonna try to do some go through some fast and quick fun stories. We're gonna delve too much, but I Rapid like to talk. Fire. I like to talk, so um, we'll get into it. So the first thing I wanted to update you guys about was um, in the United States, at least. I know some people are listening outside of the country, but there is we have are hiking up the the minimum wage across the United States of America, and Seattle's at the forefront of it. Uh, we're, we're we're making 
making a lot of progress in how much we uh, are paying people. The increase is is really, really fast. But what's happening in California and at least one city, San Diego, um, they hike their minimum wage up super duper fast big jump and the first place that saw the hit with jobs was restaurants okay so they plan on making their statewide minimum wage to $15 an hour by 2023 but instead of inching upward they went from $10 $10 an hour for like instead of going from $10 per hour to 10.25 an hour they jumped all the way up to 11.50 oh, damn. from like i think it was 9 uh 990 something like that so um so about 4,000 jobs were lost in the... Because people couldn't pay. People couldn't pay. They had to shut down. They had to lay people off. Um, and so, if, so the quote, quote them saying, if job growth in the restaurant sector had just kept pace with the state's performance, the industry could have created about 5,200 jobs instead of 1,300 that took place. Um, so... The economists economists are saying that the restaurant industry is one of the, the first places you'll notice um, hit, hit hardest because it's a fast turnover rate, it's small margins, and uh, what they're doing to make up for it is they're raising prices on the menu mm-hmm. and they're cutting jobs and expecting people to do more work. More work, yeah. So I, I know that we talked about a lot here in Seattle, and there was actually a bunch of groups got together that wanted to vote no for a higher minimum wage, and we got into a lot of arguments with them. I know that I did. No, Johnny, did you? Yeah, I, it, it was a Jackie it was, Light and Brandon was, was one of those people that were in that group. Well, of course, they uh, yeah. want to make money. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, no, I think it's a good thing overall. And if you know the restaurant industry has to take one for you know the nation, I'm fine with that. And I don't mind paying the higher prices going out there and eating food as long as I keep my job. You know, <laughs> I don't want to get laid off because my chef can't pay me. Yeah, no, you got to be the cream of the crop. It's That's no true. more busters in the kitchen. Yeah, but it's all busters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's like 10% good cooks out there right now. Speaking of busters, uh, I, I don't, yeah, maybe I shouldn't talk beef about new, new people at my work. But uh, it's, we got a new vegan at our work. And he now, first of all, my my restaurant, uh, Honey Hole, is not a vegan restaurant. Yeah, you serve meat we sandwiches. We have vegetarian, <laughs> vegan options. We also have gluten free options there. We're mindful of the neighborhood. You know, we want to offer. You know, we don't want. We want you to be able to bring your friends there who are. Um, you know, vegan or vegetarian. Um, but this kid is militant and he he's like, what the hell? You don't use a different cutting board and a different knife and a separate pan for your vegan sandwiches? And I'm like, do you got time? No. And then he's talking about gluten-free. You guys put it on the same way. I go, if you have a gluten intolerance, you should not be walking anywhere in this restaurant <laughs> because there are gluten particles all, all over, over the place. place. Yeah. So shut the fuck up. Stop being a... <laughs> Biggity bitch. You're like, boo. And his first two shifts as a manager, or yeah, a lead, uh, he's shown up late. And that affects me because I'm out of there at a certain time and I got shit to do when I get done. Yeah. But he's not there. Uh, yeah. So show up on time, motherfucker. If you're not early, you're late. Um, so yeah, so San Diego is, uh, yeah, it's one of the cities that they, they just took it in their own and just said, you know, deal with it. We're going to see how it affects the, um, the city. But, uh, yeah. I not- feel like there's money out in San Diego though. 
there is money in San Diego. That doesn't matter. But the, but that's why people open up restaurants there. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They're in there, and then if they're not making the profits, and people aren't, and they rate you raise prices, and people aren't going out as much as they used to because the, uh, you also there there's people that come to your restaurants that are small business owners. Yeah, you know, um, and this fifteen dollars an hour minimum wage doesn't affect people who make over fifteen dollars an hour. <laughs> so like me, I'm not gonna. I don't. This does not affect me. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna get. I'm not getting a raise. It's true. It's just the people below me are gonna be working closer to your wage, to my wage. Yeah, but it's, but yeah, I mean, it's just a bargaining chip. But I just wanted to give a quick, uh, quick update. Not you know. No, we haven't talked about that in a while. No, we haven't talked about that, and we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm just glad to hear some more news about it going on in other places. No, thank you, Restaurant we, Alliance. For yeah, throwing that in. We talk a lot about. Uh, you know what's going on in the state of Washington, but um, yeah, and and let us know if, if, if you guys in other cities what what you guys are going through. Uh, hit us up at uh, email us at grahalongstickmistreadgmail.com. Why am I stuttering so much today? You just it's tired. Yeah, you're just tired. Yeah. Okay. Your brain be flippity floppity. Flippity floppy, Johnny. All right. So some more important news uh, from Washington to you people around the United States. And do we ship anywhere else? Do you know? We, I mean, if it's Taylor Shellfish, then they ship all across the world. All across the world, huh? Yeah. Hit them up, Johnny, with some info. Uh, so unfortunately, this month, um, Washington was hit with a norovirus in their oysters. Um, it was. It's pretty shitty actually because <laughs> Seattle's known for having some of the best oysters that you can get um, but uh, as of March 15th or anything harvested since March 15th they don't have a year on there that's weird um, the Hammersley Inlet was infected with the neurovirus and if you don't know what the neurovirus is it's basically um, an infection that you can get from shellfish uh, it's not deadly but it does cause like some serious stomach and diarrhea bowel cha, cha, issues cha. for a couple days um, basically what happens is if they're um, is a boat discharge of failing septic systems or malfunctioning waterways of the treatment plants. Um, since oysters are filter feeders, yeah. they basically harvest this virus and just enhance it a lot more. <laughs> so you get really, really potent. Sick. Yeah, it gets really potent. And so I made a bunch of people sick. I think there are actually like 31 cases or 31 companies were affected because they all um, fish from the Hammersley Inlet, but there were a ton of cases of people just getting sick, mostly located in the Washington area, which is unfortunate because, you know, I mean, I've eaten oysters in the past. So have I. You know, I haven't gotten sick yet. But Neither have I. I'm hoping that something doesn't pop up all of a sudden. I'm like, ah, <laughs> but, uh, you know, basically you can go on to the state's health department website and check out what companies were affected. They don't have an actual list. Do you have it? the website? Um, let me just pop it back up. Yeah. It's just the Washington state department of health.com. Probably GOV. Um, but yeah, our Washington oysters are shipped everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. I mean, they're shipped to the East Coast. They're shipped up north to Canada. They're shipped down south to California. I mean, and if it, also, I mean, I don't think it affects gooey ducks, but those are shipped over to Japan like crazy. So, yeah. it's it's a bummer. Um, yeah, this article came out uh, by Jillian Kramer from Food and Wine on April fourteenth. So pretty recently. Um, yeah. Thank you for the update, Johnny. 
you know, we got to keep our least listeners, listeners, <laughs> we got to keep our listeners informed. Don't get sick. You know what I'm saying? And if you are experiencing some sort of a uh, terrible sickness, uh, think about what you, uh, oysters. What you ate, yeah. So basically uh, you just got to eat cooked oysters and then you're okay. Whatever. Speaking of oysters, uh, I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to let our fans know about, uh, have you ever heard of the rapper, uh, Tupac? I have not. So it's not Tupac. It's Tupac. 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 P-E-C. Uh, and his name, the rapper's real name is Terry Peck. Get it? <laughs> Tupac, 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 Terry Peck? Uh, <laughs> he is an inspiring rapper from uh, the Gold Coast in Australia. Australia. Now, uh, he's of the, he's Caucasian. He's white. He's a white boy. Okay. Uh, apparently your boy is trying to live that rapper lifestyle. Yeah. But cannot afford it. <laughs> uh, your boy went to go eat at where the hell did he go eat at? What's the name of this restaurant? It uh, sounded like a chain almost. Yeah, and that's what I was looking. I was looking at it. So uh, he went. Damn, I can't find. Oh, Omero's Bros. Omero's Bros. Seafood. Um, your boy went into the restaurant. He ordered two whole lobsters, not one. But two by itself, and twenty-one oyster shooters, lavish. So twenty-one oyster shots, total six hundred and twenty-one dollars. He also had a bottle of champagne and stuff like that too. He has an octopus too. Yeah. Now when um, two lobster mornays, twenty-one oyster, baby octopus, yeah, and cocktails. Uh, Now when his bill came. Your boy, instead of paying the bill, your boy jumped over, <laughs> jumped over the side of the railing into the ocean. He had to you know, get out, right? His boy was having a baby on the shore, <laughs> and he swam out. And the police could not get him to come into shore, so the lifeguards ferried him out there. And he was trying to explain he was trying to get down to another beach because he had a friend who was having a baby on the beach. So it doesn't work like that. <laughs> no, it doesn't work like now that. Now he's going to pay more than $600 for lawyer fees, court fees. Yeah, his lawyer says he has a drinking problem. Uh he also has an expensive food problem. But <laughs> I just don't know what he was thinking. I don't I don't understand he's trying what, to live that lavish life. Yeah, but I mean, why he's got to be on drugs, right? Oh yeah, there has to be. Because first of all, you don't go to one of those restaurants and try to get and order that much stuff. You're you're gonna be spotted. This instantly. is premeditated. Yeah, well, I know, but you're gonna be spotted by your server. Yeah, you're by yourself, right? He wasn't. They didn't, never reported that he was with anybody else. Yeah, it was a solo meal. Um, and he ordered two lobsters, and then twenty one oyster shots. I mean, that's a lot. Like how much? I, I wish it would say how long he was there because twenty-one oyster shots is that's a bang-up job. And just just keep it coming, man. Just keep <laughs> it. I mean, that's, that's probably what he said. Just and then he did he pick out each individual the oysters because I mean that's a task on its own. <laughs> just looking at the fresh oyster sheet. Uh, I sound so bougie right now. <laughs> it's like mm, I haven't had these. Could you tell me about them? Uh, we'll try. We'll try two of those, and then you know, and then fifteen of uh, <laughs> yeah. So and then he jumped, and then he decided not to run out through the front door, side door. Anything. He probably would have got away. Do you think he was really his friend was really having a baby down Hell the beach? No. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm gonna try to update th- this about this. Show or it did. Time. Or it did happen. His friend was having a baby, and he was just so wasted that he's like, "I gotta get." There. <laughs> Do you have? Is you got any cool stories about people walking out of their tabs in restaurants you're at? No, but there was that cereal dine and dasher like in the Midwest that got busted. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, uh, they were trying to they reported on him a lot. Yeah, they were like, "This is fucked up." Well, there was the guy who was who was going on dates and then leaving his dates. Did we talk about that on the show? No, that just popped up in our feed. You sure we didn't talk about it on no. the show? So there was a guy who was going to restaurants with the Tinder dates. Oh yeah, yeah, it was Tinder, and he was ordering. I swear we talked about this on the show, but he was ordering nice steaks, <laughs> nice, nice glasses of wine, and then about a. Th- Three quarters of the way through the meal, he would excuse himself to go to the bathroom. Just disappear. And then just disappear. Happened multiple times, but they put him on blast too. They did. Uh, I've worked at restaurants before where people have tried to walk out or couldn't pay their bill or order too much. We had them in the back in the back of the restaurant cleaning dishes, sweeping floors, helping us close. So, you know, I understand people think, I didn't know. I thought I had money in my card. I've went to plenty of restaurants on dates before and, and thought that I had enough money. And I'm just, I had like, to, woo, woo. I had to go, like, hold my card, don't run it. I'm, I'm gonna go get some cash. Like, here's my ID. I'll figure it out. Uh, but yeah, no, you never had to chase anybody down or anything like that. Nah, man. No. Most restaurants I've worked in, people can afford to eat there. So. Okay. Um, and then Johnny, you want to shout out somebody on the show? Uh, yeah, I actually did, but I have to. I want. I don't want to say his name wrong, but the chef of Naka. Um, is currently on Iron Chef and or now it's the restaurant is Adana um, and he's currently on the on Iron Chef and he is going to round two I saw that I did see that so do you think this is a good time to reach out to him to see if he'll come on the show I mean probably not right now but uh, Shata Nakajima yeah. Is his name? Uh, he originally opened up a restaurant on Capitol Hill called Naka, and it was a uh, Japanese kaiseki restaurant where you could get a really good, fancy tasting menu, but it was a little pricey. Um, Super pricey. Yeah, and I don't think he was getting repeat customers, so he decided to close down, um, change the inside of the restaurant, and then reopen as a new restaurant called Adana. And he d- now does a three course tasting menu for a, roughly around thirty six, thirty eight dollars. I, th- I want to say it was thirty five. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty cheap, reasonable. Um, and it's delicious. I actually went there their opening night, and it was just like our friend Chip McLaughlin is a uh, um, the bar manager. Shout over out there. Chip. And uh, he gave me a nice little shot of you know Japanese whiskey. Japanese whiskey that they import. Um, but yeah, wanted to give a shout out. Congratulations, Shada. Uh, you are obviously balling hard right now and I wish you the best of luck yeah Seattle Washington represent he's doing good things right in my neighborhood um, Capitol Hill Seattle Washington that's exciting yeah super exciting congratulations uh, from one fancy chef to another fancy chef uh, we're going to give you some information about everything you need to know about Noma's pop up in Mexico Mexico so if you guys listen to the show you know that we fucking sometimes our dicks get hard for uh, Rene Rezepi uh, <laughs> of Noma fame over in uh, Denmark uh, so I, I had heard Heard about some of these pop-ups before he had did one in Japan he had did one in Sydney Australia and super exclusive tickets sold out super fast um, I read little little blurbs about it but um, since I have a show now I wanted to kind of go over a little bit about um, his Mexico pop-up which is cl- close enough to where I could fucking probably fly down there um, but here you go what is it 
Briefly, this is the third ever pop-up where Rosepi and company decamp to a new city, set up shop, open a restaurant for a predetermined amount of time. The idea is to bring the Noma ethos of a hyper-local locality um, and use some of their, um, bring their tasting menus uh, to the region and use some of their local uh, ingredients, uh, bring their culinary style to the traditional uh, meals that they have around there. Um, this is the uh, first ever Noma, the first ever Noma pop-up way out was in Tokyo in 2015. Uh, they had another one in Sydney in 2016. Uh, this one is in Tulum. Um, it's a very, 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 very small, uh, not not very large population in this city, um, but it's the closest thing to America that you know the, where we have a chance to actually go somewhere. Um, yeah, uh, it's nestled uh, in between the jungle and the Caribbean Sea and Tellum. It's located. Um, it's on Mexico's Yucatan Peninsula coastline. Um, yeah, and it costs about six hundred dollars per person, which isn't bad. Uh, there's a sixteen percent local, sixteen uh, percent uh, local tax and a nine percent service charge. See, even he's using a service charge. Yeah, and I doubt they have service charges down there in Mexico. Um, That's a pretty pricey meal for two people, though. Yeah, so for two people, that puts it up to about $1,500. Um, it opened up on April 12th. Um, before that, they've been hosting a couple preview dinners. Um, the The last day of the pop-up is May 28th. Um, it's currently sold out uh, through uh, Talk, which is doing the reservations, but there's plenty of tickets on Craigslist. Now, this is what's pretty cool. Um, they have a walk-in only menu at the bar. Um, so you, so you can go in there and get a tasting menu at the bar, but you just have to sit there and wait in a queue. Um, yeah. And there's also, you can buy them secondhand. So that's something that actually is really, really, really interesting to me. And if you are anywhere down there in that area this month, I say, check it out. (laughs) Cause a lot of you people are maybe, Maybe, I don't know. I just had a friend that just came back from Mexico. So Johnny, we should take the show down there. So let's call up. Let's call up the neighbors <laughs> and tell them we want to do a live can podcast. Can we do a live podcast and get free food? <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> we can do the tasting menu tasting menu live on the show. He would be like, no. Nah. Yeah, how do you say no in uh, Danish? Probably no. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's going to bring us to the end of episode. uh, What is this, Johnny? 68. 68. Damn, son. I know. We're creeping and crawling. Creeping and crawling and balling. Yeah, we're trying to get these shows a little bit shorter to you, so uh, hopefully you can listen to my voice uh, and not annoy you that bad. (laughs) Johnny's got the deep, sexy voice. So I've heard. So, yeah, that's what they say. Um, Social medias. Uh, Instagram is at Grill How Long Steak Mister. Whoop whoop. Uh, Facebook is Grill How Long Steak Mister. Whoop whoop. Uh, Twitter is at How Long Steak Mister. Shout out James Jader. <laughs> I know he's doing good on that. Yeah. Um, if you want to reach us on our email, it's Grill How Long Steak Mister. That's mr at gmail dot com. Whoop whoop. And our Insta. Wait, I already said our Instagram. Yeah. Uh, so what's your Instagram? My Instagram is Bobby Stills, the one and only. Is that a Stills with a Z or an S? Uh, that's S T I L L S. Uh, Robert okay. Stills, Bobby Stills, and uh, I'm on Instagram at Johnny Tsunami. Make sure that you spell the Johnny J H 
J-O-N-N-Y. Jahani. Jahani Toonami. Probably say Jahani Toonami. Uh, yeah, and you know, get at us. You know, we love the we love the feedback. We love the yeah, the lo- likes. Yeah, everything. I like know? all that stuff. It's it's fun. It's fun talking to you guys out there. Yeah, uh, and yeah, we we love we love like trying to figure out new creative content to come up, up with. We try not to get too technical. There's been some people that have asked us to get like technical about stuff, and it's like. I'm not gonna nerd out like that. That just causes arguments. Yeah, no, for sure. Because they're like, they don't know what they're talking about. Well, it's like, you know, and you have your own opinion. I have my opinion. I don't shit on people's. There's a bunch of like Facebook groups and stuff that we're in where people are hella slanderous to each other. They are mad slanderous. And I'm just like, yo, man, just because there's levels to this shit, right? And so if you are not given a chance to work in a certain type of kitchen or an atmosphere with somebody, you don't know any better. And you're just, just trolls, though. Yeah, true. But you know, you, but you, instead of like harshing on people and trying and shitting on them, I think you should try to help them, give them like constructive criticism. Yeah. But it's tough sometimes because like on those sites, some people post things that is just complete garbage, and then they they promote it like it's hot, and you're but, like, are you joking? But they think or? it's hot. <laughs> they think it's good stuff, man. We Some, sometimes I, like there was a dude that posted something. He's like, "I'm making homemade barbecue sauce," and I'm like, "Motherfucker, you got ketchup and brown sugar. You're making sweet ketchup. You ain't making barbecue. And why is it in the Vitamix? Like, <laughs> yeah, why is it in the Vitamix, G? Like, he, he's like, "What else should I add to make different barbecue sauces?" I was like, "A lot of other shit, dog. A lot." We did not do an ingredient of the week this week. No, th- you know it's springtime. There's a lot of shit popping up, but you know. We could do ramps or artichokes, but I feel like we've done that recently. We haven't done ramps. Ramps? Nah, we'll do it next week. Yeah, you know, we'll be more prepared next week. We both been grinding hard. Yeah, I got, I got, a, I got a job. I got a kind of got a job offer. I'm taking a meeting on Friday uh, about running a kitchen. Uh, I don't know if I want to throw my hat back in that ring, but you know, I I miss it so much, and I get you know, and I'll, I'll get. You know, get get to put my input and hire hire my homies, right? Uh, and it'd be working for some of my friends, so I can't really speak too much on it. Until, there are pros and cons. Yeah, most definitely. Well, working for friends—that's definitely a, a, a con. A con. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pro though, you're working for your friends and you get to run the kitchen. So they have a fucking argument about the kitchen. You say, "Shut the fuck up, go back to the front yeah, of the you house." Can actually, be court. Like, you, know. you know, they're not just my owners; they're my friends. So, and I work for my friends all the time. So, and that's why they fire me, but they always rehire me. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I have two friends that have they've, nine times they fired me and hired me nine, nine times. So thank you for tuning in to episode 68. Uh, we look forward to speaking to you next week. Keep an eye out. I don't know. If, I don't think we're going to drop those uh, specials, um, those live episodes. I don't know if we're going to use them for for our for the show. For the show. Maybe, maybe we should throw it up on the page or something like that. Yeah, sure. All right, guys. Until next week. Peace. Grill. How long steak, mister? Five minutes out. Eat a dick, bitch.